Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A couple of days ago, I came across an op-ed in the Boston Globe. It's, um, the title of it was, When the U.S. Shrinks from the Stage, Things Fall Apart. From Ukraine to the Middle East and Taiwan, the world requires bipartisan American leadership, and that's gone out of fashion. Jason Park is the author of the op-ed, senior defense analyst at the NATO Defense College Foundation, senior non-resident scholar at the Middle East Institute in Washington, D.C. His book is Libya and the Global Enduring Disorder, published by Oxford University Press. Uh, Mr. Park has many more accomplishments, and he's agreed to join us on the show today. Jason, thank you very much. Uh, an honor to talk to you. How are you? Very well. It's it's Jason Pack, not Jason Park, but uh, pleasure to be with did you. Did I say Park? You did, mm. yes. Bad on me. Uh, I apologize. So we asked our American guests yesterday, are you worried for your country in the wake of the last several years and the antag antagonism Democrats and Republicans feel toward one another? Are you worried that competing media organizations have taken sides and attack each other? The answer was consistently from guests, yes, they're worried for the United States. Before we get to the meat and the potatoes of your op-ed and your view of where America fits into the world, are you worried about your country? Well, in as much as I'm joining you from London and I've expatriated because I thought if there was no pandemic, given the strength of the economy in 2019, Trump would have been reelected. I guess uh, I put my money where my mouth is. So I'm probably more existentially worried than your guests who are still in the States. Well, that's, uh, it's really troubling to hear that from Americans. And, uh, and again, as I said, it's not new. When the U.S. shrinks from the stage, things fall apart broad bases the worries about the state of affairs in the United States. Internal strife may lead to America reducing its presence on the international stage, you write, and there are actors all too willing to step in. What are your broad stroke concerns in this regard, Jason? Well, I'm not so concerned about our, you know, domestic issues. Should taxes be higher or lower? Should there be abortion or not abortion? I mean, those don't really fundamentally bother or concern me. What bothers or concerns me is that we've not been leading a unified Western coalition for the last 15 or 20 years. And the desire to go it alone that started in the W. Bush administration has led to the fraying of our relationship with our allies. And, you know, whether you like American leadership in the post WW2 period until the Iraq war or not, it led a coherent coalition of allies, and that ordered the globe for purposes of trade and security. We haven't had that for 20 years, and I personally don't want to live in a world without uh, a hegemonic power leading and creating order. Yeah, you see things potentially becoming significantly worse in 2024, presidential year, election year, marred by internal U.S. disagreements a refusal to certify winners, allies taking different sides, and Putin and China deciding perhaps to take advantage of American discord and unrest. Putin uh, wanders further into Eastern Europe, and China finally attacks Taiwan. How, how realistic is this, this scenario? Um, I, I'm worried as well about 2024, significantly worried about what could happen internally in the United States and what the uh, the tentacles of that could be. 
Well, that's one scenario that I sketched. And keep in mind, the, the scenario I sketched was before this current Ukraine conflict even started. I think that there is very little difference between Biden, Trump, and Obama in terms of their desire to lead a coherent Western coalition that uh, you know, supports a rules-based order. It's, it's important to be nonpartisan on these things. It was Obama who made the red line over Syria, which he didn't enforce. And then when Crimea was annexed in 2014 and the war in the Donbass began, he did nothing to uh, essentially honor our 1994 Budapest Memorandum requirements. So this is not a Republican-Democrat issue from my perspective, but rather that America has ceded ground to the forces of disorder. And I think many people say, well, you know, the Americans, they're as good or bad as anyone else. They've been lining their own pockets. They do human rights violations abroad. Sure, let's have a, you know, a Chinese-led 21st century. But the problem is that the Chinese don't want to create a rules-based order, and they don't even have a non-rules-based order. And people probably don't realize that in the five most important ongoing hot civil wars, and I, of course, mean Ukraine, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, and Libya, the Chinese are entirely absent. The Chinese are not an ordering power. They don't try to order the globe. They want to buy resources and sell their goods. So there is no substitute for a Western-led coalition to create a rules-based order. Mm -hmm. I spoke earlier today, started the program, with a frontline soldier in Ukraine. So he's fighting now. Well, he's actually recovering from wounds now. He also fought in 2014 when Russia invaded. So the Ukraine crisis is illuminating, as you write, that a coalition requires a leader. And you also write that major American political figures, many major American political figures, no longer feel a strong attachment to either NATO or America's role as a provider of global order, which again looks, by, looks ahead rather to 2024. Is the United States a declining empire, a, a voluntarily declining empire? What do you say to that? Well, I would be shocked if anyone on any side of the political spectrum would be able to prove that we're not a declining empire. Um, all empires rise and fall. It's it's Ibn Khaldunian. It's also what Schlesinger and Durant and pretty much all the great historians of, of empires have told us. And I have no problem with the fact that we are declining, but rather that we have not tried to work with a coalition to preserve a rules-based order, whether we would be transitioning to an Anglo-American or Anglo-American plus European plus our allies such as Japan and Australia elsewhere. I, I don't see the steps taken in the post-Cold War period to create institutions which would order not only geopolitical affairs, but trade affairs, policing, say, tax havens. And I think a contrast is necessary here for your listeners the genius about the victory of the Western coalition after World War II was that it created institutions, the UN, the Bretton Woods institutions. And these institutions didn't require America on her own to police or uh, chasten recalcitrant actors because they created an institutional framework. Where are the institutions and treaty frameworks that emerged from the victory in the Cold War? And the answer is they're not there neoliberal economics was a desire to, oh, let's just let the forces that be decide. 
we didn't really create institutions to police the integration of post-Soviet states into the global economy, nor to deal with their security arrangements. Potentially the only treaty, which to my mind is the treaty which ends the Cold War, is the Budapest Memorandum of 1994. And what does it entail? It essentially cajoles the Ukrainians to give up their nukes in exchange for guarantees of their territorial integrity. So the Budapest Memorandum is the most important treaty that ends the Cold War, and both Britain, the United States, and Russia are signatories. Well, in 2014, Russian territorial, I mean, excuse me, Ukrainian territorial integrity was violated, and none of the signatories did anything. So that the fiction of us living in a rules-based order has been laid to bear. We simply don't have the institutions to enforce the core tenets of the rules-based order. Yeah. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 